Welcome to the Linked Up Church Podcast. We are passionate about connecting people to God, family, purpose, and community. Today, we celebrated our Linked Up Kids invasion and got a powerful message from Minister Robin Johnson entitled, Made in His Image. Let's go into the worship center and hear what God has for us today. Everybody have a seat. What were you thinking when you watched the video of the children and their images? their self-image, how they see themselves in Christ Jesus. Did it leave you wondering just a little bit? Who am I? Who have I taught my child to be in Jesus? It lets us know that we need to instill God's character in our children and ourselves. I want you to take a moment. Think about your character, your image in God. What is your image in God? Do you know what your image in God is? Right now, look at your neighbor. Tell your neighbor what your image in God is. Take a few minutes and do that. Don't describe what you have on. Don't describe your clothes. Don't describe your family. Describe yourself. Now, how many of you were able to do that? To describe God's image of yourself? I see a few hands out there, but those hands that I do not see, that tells you, how do I find out what God's image for me is? How do I describe God's image of me? I have a question that I want you to think about during this whole service. How can I know what my image of God is in me And how can I love God's image in someone else if I don't know what my image is? You've got to know what God has for you to love God's image in other people. How do you find that out? What do you do? Where do we go? It's with our relationship that we have with our Father. And his word gives us all the information that we need. Let's look at Genesis 1. 26 through 28. Then God said, let us make man in our own image. According to our likeness, let him have dominion over the fish, over the sea, over the birds, the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, over everything that creepeth, everything that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female. He created them and God blessed them. He said, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish, over the sea, over the birds in the air, over all the living things that move on the earth. And God said, I have given you every herb that yields fruit, yields seeds to you shall be food 
Also, every beast on the earth, every bird in the air, every living thing that moves on the earth, which there is life, I have given every green herb for food. Then God saw everything that he did, and he said it was good. That means you are good. Everything that he did, it is good. He gave you dominion over everything. There is nothing in this world that God did not give you dominion over, over your homes, over your finances, over your family, over sickness, over the cares of the world. You have to put them under your feet. God made you to do that. But how do we define an image? The children showed you some images and they described some images. What is an image? Google says an image is a visual representation of something. Dictionary.com said a physical likeness or representation of a person, animal, or thing, photographed, painted, sculptured, or otherwise made visible. Are you a visual image of God? Are you photographed as an image of God in your life? A mental representation, an idea, something previously perceived in the absence of the original stimulus. This is what they say an image is. But what helps us form images in our minds? How do we get those images? Studies today suggest our personal experiences play a role in what we see in images illusions. Think of your working memory as your mind's eye. A little nugget of data your brain retains for short periods of time. While these memories may only be temporary, only temporarily stored in your brain, they influence your, your perception. This means your memories impact how you interpret ambiguous images. Which, is ex which explains why people see images differently. Your education, your background, your family background, all of this affects your brain and how you perceive and see images. Your eyes were not playing tricks on you. Just for fun, let's look at these pictures right here. Let's test your images to see how quickly your brain can switch between both objects. We'll give them a minute to catch up with us. On the image, do you see a duck? Or do you see a rabbit? What do you see? Look at the lady. Do you see a young lady or do you see an old lady? You see, it's not as easy as you think it is. All your life experiences reflect how 
you see these images. The Bible says we are made in God's image. This doesn't mean that we look like God because God is an immaterial being. It means we are a person of God. We have a mind, we have a will, emotion, we think, we feel, we have desires. We are a moral being. But God is the essence of morality. God is unchanging. We, on the other hand, are like God in an analogous way. God is mind, emotion, will, as we are. There's no other creature. God did not design any other creature on this earth like us. We're it. He dropped the mic. He, throw, he threw away the mold. When he formed man, that was it. He said, it's finished and it's good. So when you look in the mirror, you have to say, it's finished, this is good. No matter what you're going through in your life, you're made in his image. Look in the Bible. It tells you. Let's look at Psalms 8, 6. You're made you made him to have dominion over the works of your hand. You have put all things under your feet. That's David in his prayer. Also in Psalms, if you look in Psalms, David said, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works. Marvelous are your works. He didn't say you are a little bit good. He didn't say doubt how you look today he did not say oh you don't look good you're not made good today you are marvelous no matter what you are a marvelous person because you're made in the image of God if you look with me in Ecclesiastes he said he has made everything beautiful and appropriate in his time he has also planted eternity a sense of divine purpose in the human heart a mysterious longing which nothing under the sun can satisfy except God yet man cannot find out comprehend or grasp what God has done his overall plan from beginning to end God had a plan for you from the beginning to the end from the time that you were formed in your mom's womb he knew exactly what he had in mind for you because God made us in his image he doesn't see us with physical eyes remember when Saul was going to appoint the new king he had to anoint him God told him to go to Jesse's house and anoint the king but Saul was looking with his physical eyes if you look in 1 Samuel 16 7 but the Lord said to Samuel do not look at his appearance or his physical statue because I have refused him for the Lord does not see as man sees man looks at the outward appearance but God looks at the heart. 
God knew that it was David's heart that was going to be king, not Eliab. He already knew who was going to be king. But because we only see with our physical eyes and not our spiritual eyes, sometimes we miss the mark. Sometimes we do. How can we fix that? What do we do? We, can we, can't, we can't see God's image of us as a reflection in the mirror. We must see his reflection with our spiritual eyes. When you're looking in that mirror, you have to look with spiritual eyes because this that I see right here, I'm not always happy with it. When you look in it, you're not always happy with it. But then when I look at it and I look at God, I look what God has done in this and I look where God has bought this and I see it from a spiritual perspective, it changes my image of myself and it will change your image of yourself. God's stamp of approval is on you. It doesn't matter if you're tall, if you're short, if you're fat, if you're bald-headed, or you have hair. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you are made in God's image. We're not all meant to look exactly the same way. If we were, God would have made us that way. But he didn't. He didn't make us all to look the same. We are not all made the exact way. Take a look at identical twins. They are the same. They're no different to our physical eyes. They look just alike. But God has a unique identity in each one of them. Do you know identical twins don't have the same fingerprints? They don't have the same palmer prints. You know, the little lines in your hands. Those are different. God made each identical twin in his image the way he wanted them to be. Even their feet print are different. They're not identical. God has designed his creation in you in his image. Each image he has for each one of you is different. It's not the same. God values all of his sons and daughters. His image of you is that of royalty because God reigns. And he said, you have dominion over the earth, so you reign as well. Look with me at Psalms 8, 5 through 6. For you have made him a little lower than angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor. You have made him to have dominion over the works of his hand. You have put all things under his feet. We were made to reflect the glory of God's character. God made us spiritual beings, reflecting his spirit. His spirit is that of love. God is love. He gives us commandments about love. If you'll look with me 
within Mark 12, 30, and 31. And you must love the Lord your God with your whole, with your, all your heart, with all your soul, and all your mind, and all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. If you don't love yourself, how can you love your neighbor? If you don't love the image God has given you, you can't respect and love your neighbor's image. We can't meet that commandment that God has given us. When we get God's image of us distorted, twisted with the cares of the world or life experiences, we can't reflect his glory. We can't reflect what he wants us to reflect. Sometimes things happen in our lives. We become broken. It's like that mirror. If I dropped it and broke it and all the pieces were all over the stage, it's just broken. With our physical eyes, <laughs> that mirror's finished. But God will pick up the pieces and put them all together. He will form an image of you more beautiful than you have ever seen. I look at it this way. He takes that broken heart as an image. He takes that sacrifice. Whatever made you break, he picks it up and he molds it like mosaic art, like a stained glass mirror or a window and it's reflecting all of his different characters all over you. That image that God put back together that was broken. And we all go through life, and that happens. At a time, I thought I knew who I was. I thought I had my image down. And death came to my husband. I didn't know who I was anymore because for so long I was robbing the wife. I was broken. I was broken to pieces. I did not know. And God started picking up the pieces. God said, you are my child and I love you. You are a teacher and you do a good job. You are still a mother. You're shining bright as a mother. You are a children's church director. I didn't even know God had that in his plans for me. He picks up the pieces and puts them together and you reflect his glory. You reflect his glory from your brokenness. Young people, don't try to find your image on Facebook, on Instagram, on um, TikTok. Thank you. That's not God's image for you. That's his image for someone else. That's not who he designed you to be. God does not make any mistakes. Sometimes we get it distorted. But if you'll go with me to Psalms, we can find out why it should not be. Psalms 139 says, For you formed my inward parts, you covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you 
for I am fearfully and wonderfully and marvelous made are your works from the beginning God formed you he knew there's going to be times that your image is broken or you have cracks in your mirror but if you turn to God he will put it back together he will pick up the pieces and he will make you reflect a brand new image God is the master designer your new image will reflect that beautiful mosaic piece of artwork. God turns every broken image into a stained glass of beauty. Then your reflections, your reflections will show others how you, who you are in God. Your image of God. Your reflections. When you have the character of love of God as your image, you will reflect that in your life. Now, we can love God's image in our neighbors that we know, now that we know who we are in God. Reflecting God's image is reflecting God's love. When we can reflect God's love, it's easy for us to serve God to serve his people come on linked up when we know who we are we know and love our neighbors we can connect with them in connect groups we don't have to go around looking for people to serve on dream team because we see each other for who God has made you for and you want to serve in God's kingdom you want to be connected when we see the love of God's image in other people, they're going to have serve projects looking for us because we've served so many people with the love of God in our heart that we've conquered all the serve projects. We've been to the nursing homes. We've been to the children's homes. We've helped at the schools. We've helped in our churches. We've helped everywhere. We've served with the love of God because God's character is love. God is a source of your glory. If you are imaging God's reflection, you are serving his people. By focusing on God, you will have your self-worth. God is your image. And you know what? He sent the perfect image for us to follow. His son, Jesus Christ. What better image Jesus is the best image that God could. It was God's best. He is God's best. And since he is God's best, God sees you. when He, he sees Jesus every time he looks at you. Just think about it. When God's looking at you, he's seeing Jesus. Little secret. <laughs> I'm so nervous today. But I keep thinking, God's looking at Jesus. God's looking at Jesus. God's looking at Jesus. God's looking at Jesus. And since God is looking at me as if he sees Jesus, then I have no worries. Because I'm reflecting the image of God. His image that he has for me. That he designed me to be. 
Go to John 14. He who has seen me has seen the Father. Jesus is the only perfect image God knows. We are not perfect. We will have cracks and breaks in our reflection, but we can rejoice because Jesus, the perfect image of God, is what God sees when he sees us. God's character is love. His glory shines through love. Romans, we found Romans 8, 29. It reads, for those whom he foreknew and loved and chose beforehand, he also predestined to conform to the image of his son and ultimately share in his complete sanctification so that he, the firstborn, the most beloved, honored among believers. Jesus is our example. If you're ever broken, if you're ever lacking who you are, look to Jesus and you're going to reflect God's image of you. Ladies and gentlemen, we have to for our children. We want our children to know God's godly character for them. How can we share it with them if we don't know ours? We've got to reflect that image to them so that when we give them a mirror, they can see, say that I am God's child. I am fearfully and wonderfully made, that I am above and not beneath, that I am first and I am not last, that I will conquer anything that I put my hands to because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. There's nothing that I cannot do. There's nothing that you cannot do because you were formed in God's image. And those whom he predestined, he also called. He called those by name. He also justified, declared free of guilt of sin. And those whom he justified, he also glorified, raising them to a heavenly deity. He has taken away your sins. When you look in the mirror, you don't have to worry about your sins. You don't have to worry about your wrongdoings because Jesus came and died on the cross for them. God gave him to us. We are justified in God's glory. We are predestined. We are called. He called us by name. You know, when he calls you by name, if he knows how many hairs are on your head, he knows your name. He knows the image that he has created for you. If you look at Romans 8.30 with me, amplified version. He loved you before time began. You are his masterwork, walking in the path prearranged and made ready for you. God had a path for each one of us, a path that was prearranged. He couldn't tell us because sometimes we're not ready to receive it. We don't know. If Pastor Trish 
had told me that, she, that God wanted me to be up here. No, he didn't. You wasn't hearing from God. But God knew. And since she knows who she is in God, she knew who I was in God. And I thank you for it. We have to walk in that prearranged path. Because God has called you, he gives you hope. He called you to represent him. You're justified. He transferred his perfect righteousness to everyone he called. This aspect of what Jesus achieved for us on the cross means that it became possible for God the Father to see you and me as him. Praise God. I trust that this message has touched your heart today. Listen, we don't claim to have all the answers, but we do know one answer, and his name is Jesus Christ. So if you don't have a personal relationship with him today, we want to invite you to do so. Or maybe you had one with him, but you've just gotten away and you're desiring to come back to Christ today. I want to lead you in a simple prayer today. If you would, repeat this after me. Put your hand over your heart and say these words. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that he died, rose from the grave, and he is alive right now. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and save me now. As a result of what I've confessed with my mouth and what I believe in my heart, I am right now born again and in right standing with God. In Jesus' name. Praise God, we are so excited for you. We believe that today is the first day of the rest of your life. Congratulations, we are so excited that you made the decision to get connected to God. Thank you for listening today. If this message encouraged or inspired you in any way, please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app and leave a review too. For past messages, updates, and more, please visit linkedupchurch.com or download the Linked Up Church app. You can also watch live services, watch past messages, and see our dynamic content for children, youth, and teens on our Facebook and YouTube pages. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Linked Up Church. And if you would like to support more of what we're doing, you can give online at linkedupchurch.com or text Get Connected to 833 833- 988-2009. Thanks again for listening. Have an amazing week and we look forward to connecting with you.